0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we begin a series called Strategies for Stressful Times. In these lessons, Rick shares biblical wisdom for navigating difficult and stressful times so that you can experience God's peace and thrive in any situation. In just a few moments, we're going to tell you how you can get a beautifully illustrated devotional for children by Pastor Rick that will help them discover how much God loves them and that he has a special plan and purpose for their life. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. If you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 for more information. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Finding the Strength to Keep Going When I'm Emotionally Worn Out.
1: You know, because uh, Daily Hope is heard on hundreds of radio stations around the world and on podcasts, I get a lot of letters Uh, every day. I want to read just one of them to start us off uh, in today's message. It said, Dear Pastor Rick, I listen to your message every day on Daily Hope program, so I thought I'd write and, and ask you to pray for me. With all that our world has been going through in the last year and a half, it seems that everybody I meet has run out of gas emotionally and relationally. Everybody seems to be going through the motions, but you can tell that their heart is not really in it everybody is tired and worn out. For me personally, I don't know how much longer I can keep up with the new demands. I try to look energetic and I try to be positive, but honestly, I'm ready to throw in the towel. I'm ready to give up on my career, my dreams, and and even my marriage. What can I do to get my spark back? You know, you may or may not identify with that letter, but today I want us to look in God's word at finding the strength to keep going, finding the strength to keep going when I'm emotionally worn out. Now, notice I'm not talking about when you're physically worn out, when you're physically tired. That's a much easier problem actually to solve. Uh, When you're physically tired, you just need rest and relaxation. You just get some time off and get some sleep. But sleep and rest alone will not cure the emotional fatigue, the spiritual fatigue, the relational fatigue that many people are feeling after the last year and a half of massive change in our lives. What you need is a strategy to recharge your spiritual and emotional battery. You know, there's gonna be many times in life when you need to keep going, when your mind and your emotions have already shut down. They've shut down from emotional overload or from fatigue and just working too long and putting out too much time and helping too many people. Today, I want us to look at four solutions from God's word about how to keep on going when you feel like giving up. The Bible has a lot to say about developing the qualities of resilience and endurance and determination. But before we actually look at uh, some secret steps or keys or or, uh, principles, I want to give you two examples in scripture of determination to keep going. One is Jesus and the other is the Apostle Paul. Let me just show you these two. They're there at the top of your outline if you're taking notes. The first is the determination of Jesus to keep going in spite of opposition. Jesus faced constant opposition in his ministry. Both the religious leaders and the political leaders were constantly trying to stop Jesus from teaching and ministering. They didn't want him doing this. He was too popular. And at one point, they tried to intimidate Jesus to stop his ministry by telling him, quote, King Herod wants to kill you, end quote. Now, in uh, Luke chapter 13, verse 32 and 33, we find Jesus' response when they came and they're trying to intimidate Jesus and get him to stop doing, to, to stop keeping on, keeping on. And here's what Jesus said. He said, I, I, I want you to go back to Herod. He called him that old fox. And he said, I want you to tell King Herod this. Here, this is the verse on your outline, quote, I'm willing, I I will keep on driving out demons. I will keep on driving out demons and healing people today and tomorrow and on the next day. And then I'll reach my goal. In any case, Jesus says, I must keep going. Do you hear that? I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day. Jesus said, nothing's going to stop me, least of all uh, a fear of, of somebody else or some kind of criticism or opposition. So Jesus had the quality of resilience and endurance and determination to keep on keeping on. The second example we have is the determination of Paul. And Paul was determined to keep going in spite of pain. We find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses eight and nine. It's there on your outline. Paul says there in the New Living Translation, "'We are hard pressed on every side by troubles.' Does that sound familiar? Maybe you feel right now you're hard pressed on every side by troubles. In other words, it's coming at you from many different directions. Paul says we're hard pressed on many sides, every side by troubles, but we're not crushed and broken. And then he says we're perplexed. In other words, sometimes we're confused, we don't know which way to go, but he says we don't give up and quit. That's determination. We don't give up and quit. And then he says, we're hunted down, but God never abandons us. And he says, yes, we get knocked down, but we get up again and we keep going. Both Jesus and Paul use this phrase, how to keep going. How do you keep going? So where do I get the strength to keep going when I feel like I'm tired, I'm worn out, Uh, I don't have the emotional energy to keep doing. The answer is you get the power and the strength to keep going the same place Jesus and Paul got it. You get it from God. But that's just the simple answer. There are actually some key actions, four, four key actions and attitudes that you're gonna need to make it to your finish line, to have the strength to keep on keeping on in the things you know God wants you to do when you feel like giving up. Now let's get right into it. The first key to daily strength, the daily strength that you're gonna need to keep going in a time of crisis or conflict or chronic stress. The first key to daily strength that you need to keep going is this, write it down. Honestly, tell God what I'm feeling. That's the starting point. You start with just being honest to God honestly tell God what I'm feeling right now. I'm running out of energy. I'm running out of gas. You don't tell him what you think you ought to feel. You admit what you're really feeling. So are you feeling frustrated? Then tell God. Are are you feeling exhausted? Then tell that to him. Do, Do you feel like you can't go on like this? Tell him. You feel like you're under attack? Tell God. You feel like you're discouraged? tell God. You feel overwhelmed? Tell God. You just go ahead and dump everything you're feeling right now on the Lord. You say, can I actually do that? Well, the Bible says it. First Peter 5, 7, New Jerusalem translation says this, unload all your burdens on him since he is concerned about you. I love that. Unload unload. You know that word in the Greek, which the Bible is originally written in, the word unload means literally drop it. That's what it means. You let it go. It's not like you're throwing it a long distance. It's like if you're carrying a big boulder, you just let it go. You dump it. You unburden yourself. The Bible says that when you feel like you're overstressed, you're over worried, you're overburdened, you just let it go. Now, he's, how does that, how do you do that? By being honest to God. Now, sometimes it's intimidating being honest to God. Uh, We kind of pretend like we, God doesn't really know everything in our lives. If you're going to be truly honest to God, you need to remember three facts, okay? Number one, God already knows every emotion I feel. Write that down. God already knows every emotion I feel. The Bible says in Proverbs 33, excuse me, Psalm 33, verse 15, the Lord gave each of us our mind so nothing we can do can be hidden from him. Well, of course, since God created your mind, obviously he can read it. So nothing can be hidden from God. So you're not ever going to surprise him. And when you start telling God exactly how you feel right now, he's never going to say, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know you felt that way. That's a surprise to me, golly. Now get this, when I confess my feelings to God, it's not for God's benefit. It's always for my benefit because God already knows. So why does God want me to unburden? Why does he want me to unload? Why does he want me to confess, to to admit, to just tell him the stress that I'm under? It's for my benefit. When you talk it out to God, when you tell God, it relieves a lot of unconscious tension and a lot of internal conflict and stress in your life. Now, that's just the first thing you have to remember. God not only knows everything I'm feeling before I even mention it. The second thing is God understands my feelings better than I do. Yeah. You have the feelings, but God understands them better than you do. First Chronicles chapter 28, verse nine says this in the new century version, the Lord knows what's in everybody's mind and he understands, circle that, he understands everything you think. Now, I certainly don't understand everything I think. I doubt you understand everything you think. A lot of times we have thoughts, we go, where'd that come from? What does that mean? And why did I think it? When you have an emotion, a lot of times you go, where did that come from? Why do I feel this way? We don't always understand, but God always understands your emotions. Why? Well, because he gave them to you. You see, the only reason you have emotions is because you're made in God's image. God is an emotional God. The Bible says God gets jealous. He gets angry. He gets sad. The Bible said God laughs all these emotions are appropriate in their right place. God is an emotional God. And the only reason you have emotions is because you're made in God's image. Horses don't get jealous. Ants don't get sad. Every emotion you have is God-given. Now, as I said, they can be misused. Your emotions can be abused. Your emotions can be uh, used inappropriately, Uh, to hurt people and to harm people like every other gift of God, but your ability to feel emotions is actually part of being human. So your reticence to tell God what you're feeling really is kind of dumb because number one, God already knows what you're feeling. And number two, he understands your feeling better than you do. Third fact you need to realize and remember is this, God loves to listen to me. Write that down. God loves to listen to me. Did you know that? In Psalm 116 verses one and two, today's English version, David says this, I love the Lord. He says, I love the Lord because he listens. He listens to my prayers. He listens to me every time I call to him. God is a listening God. And that's the third reason why you should tell God exactly what you're feeling every day. God is never too busy for a conversation with you. You get too busy for a conversation with him, but he is never too busy for a conversation with you. God has an unlimited data plan, okay? He doesn't have call waiting. He doesn't have a recording, say push two if you want the Holy Spirit, push three if you wanna talk to Jesus. Now he doesn't have attention deficit and go, what was you, what were you talking about? Can you say that again? God is always attentive and he's always ready to have a, a conversation. You see, the truth is God is always waiting on you to talk. God is never gonna say, not now, I can't I can't talk about it, I'm busy, can you talk to me a little bit later about this? No, God is waiting to talk to you. You say, well, what about when I'm just complaining? He still listens. Did you know that? The Bible says that God listens to your complaint. When you complain, he says, God is listening. That's a prayer. Can a prayer be a complaint? Yeah, a lot of the Psalms are complaints of David. In Psalm 55, verse 17, uh, David says this, "'Morning, noon, and night, I complain of my distress, "'and still the Lord hears my voice.'" Now, listen to me. God can handle your complaints. He can handle your frustrations. He can handle your doubts. God, I doubt this. He can handle your fears. He's not going to be upset with you on that. He can handle your questions. He can handle your grief. He can handle your discouragement. He can handle your struggles, your depression. Why? Because he made you to love you. You can't make God stop loving you. You can try, but you'll fail because God's love is based on who he is. Psalm 103 verse 13 says this, the Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate. I love that verse. You know why? Because as a father, I love it when my kids who are now adults, I love it when my kids want to talk to me about anything, but I especially love it when they want to talk to me about their feelings and telling me what's going on in their heart. And God loves that too. When you are honestly uh, 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 free with telling God how you really feel, you tell God what's really on your heart. Psalm 145 verse nine says this on the screen, the Lord is good to everyone and he shows compassion to all he has made. Did you get that? The Lord is good to everyone. He shows good things to everybody, even those who are atheists who don't believe in him or whatever, who are rejecting him, who are mad at him. The Lord is good to everyone and he shows compassion to all he has made. By the way, If God is good to everybody and he shows compassion to all he's made, shouldn't you and I do the same with people we disagree with? Do you show compassion to people you disagree with? Are you good to people who who you think are an enemy? God is good to everyone and compassionate with everyone.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. You know, you can get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free daily devotional. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, Pastor Rick says it's vitally important for children to understand that even before the universe was created, God had them in mind and that he has a special plan and purpose for their life. That's why he created the Purpose Driven Life devotional book for children. This inspirational resource uses the principles found in Pastor Rick's life-changing bestseller, The Purpose Driven Life but delivers them as 100 devotions that speak directly to the daily challenges kids face and gives real-world applications to help them discover their purpose. Paired with powerful scripture passages and engaging illustrations, young readers will thrive on the biblical wisdom that has helped millions of people throughout the world. We'll send you the Purpose Driven Life 100 Illustrated Devotions for Children today as our way of saying thanks for your gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. Be sure to get a copy for all the children God has placed in your life. Kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, and the kids in your neighborhood. They'll all be blessed by this amazing resource. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. Today is the last day to get this great resource, so don't wait. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners.
1: Friends, here's an incredible testimony from a woman named Amy in Indiana about how she used a Daily Hope devotional to lead her own son to Christ. You could do this too. Here's what she wrote. Dear Pastor Rick, I've been carrying a burden this past month for my 15-year-old son who had not accepted Christ. But last night was the night. I finally went into his room and I asked him, and he told me, no, that he hadn't accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior. So then I asked if he would like to, and he said, yes. Well, I had him read the prayer of a salvation attached to the Daily Hope devotional. And then I prayed with him and I prayed for him. Wow. Amy, what an incredible, precious moment that you were able to lead your son to Jesus. It's the most important thing you'll ever do as a parent. And I'm so blessed to hear your testimony and I hope hope it encourages every other person parent to be faithful like that. I want to just pray for you and your son right now. Dear Jesus, I want to thank you for caring so much that you made a way for us to become a part of your family so that we can join you in heaven one day. And thank you for giving Amy the courage to ask the question. Thank you for giving her the courage to talk to her son about you. And we're so grateful that he's accepted you into his heart. Now we ask you to give him a receptive heart and help him to get into God's word on a daily basis. We know that's the way he's gonna grow. So thank you, Lord, for Amy's obedience. And Jesus, right now I'm praying for more and more people to do what Amy did, to have the courage to step out and share their faith with a friend, a neighbor, a loved one who doesn't know you yet. I'm praying that you will give them just the right words and just the right time to share just the right message of your salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, my friends, there is nothing more important you can do than lead somebody to Jesus Christ. Your life can never be considered a failure if somebody's going to be in heaven because of you. You've helped them settle their eternal destiny. In fact, that's why daily hope exists. It's simply one more method To help you tell more and more people about the forgiveness and the hope and the salvation and the love and the joy that's found in Jesus Christ. Through Daily Hope, we can work together to help other moms and dads like Amy and others reach their sons and their daughters for Jesus Christ. Now, I'm always grateful for your prayers, and I'm always grateful for your financial support, but you may ask, how important is your donation to Daily Hope? Ministry, just ask Amy. She's got a son who's going to be in heaven because you
0: gave. Thank you, everybody. If you'd like to bless Pastor Rick by letting him know how much this broadcast has helped you, please send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, and your generous financial support.